If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside. Happy Wednesday. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Well, once again, we begin tonight where we began last night. Freeway series. This time it's Shohei Otani on the mound trying out for 29, uh, mm-hmm. hoping to continue the Angels season as it doesn't look like he's going to be traded. Uh, but, you know, hey, the Dodgers and, and Mets, I'm sure, watching him very closely. With now, if he start. gets through six innings, does Dave Roberts come to take him out? 
Evidently, there were some heated discussions yesterday. We talked about it. And Dave Roberts should take it. him out now. Hey, listen, he's too good. We're, let's. I'm going to take him out now. But we joked about it yesterday with with Dave Roberts and Clayton Kershaw, <laughs> and evidently, it comes to pass that there were a number of conversations before he hit the mound again uh, for the seven. A lot of blank use, Mike. And then today. Because of the short staff waiting on guys to get healthy, the your bullpen game with Bruce Dar Gratterall. I'm telling you, Gratterall versus Otani. Do you think he gets to steal the lineup card? If you're Gratterall, you're like, can I have this, dude? I'm to telling show you, what what I did <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm telling you, Oral's gonna pitch the third <laughs> inning. Fernando's going to pitch the fourth inning. That's how it's going to go, man. It's unbelievable. That's what's going to happen. But but the other thing, I was laughing, right? Driving in traffic today, Southern California was just a mess, as it, as it often is. And Koufax is on like a, a, a taxi guy. Hey, he can he a taxi squad. He can get down to the ballpark really no, fast. really fast, I right? can drive down. I live somewhere, well, somewhere get close to Orange County. Escort. It'll be good. Get down to OC and throw a little bit. Sure, but why not? laughing as the, uh, the Angels side of the broadcast, like, don't worry. Uh, it's going to be busy because the Dodgers are here. Um, you'll get plenty of parking, plenty of parking. Uh, they'll get you parked as soon as they can, but we got you. We got like just desperation. Like you're going to turn us off and you're going to turn away because there's actually people at the ballpark. Yeah, but it's because yeah, Otani, it's packed tonight. It's like, you can't, you can't well, do that plus the Dodgers. Like, yeah. Hey, I mean, I'm going to drive right up at five to seven park right in front. There's going to be a guy standing there with a sandwich waiting for What me. was the giveaway tonight, Mike? Get food, walk in. Tiny pillows. What did they give away tonight? I know Friday they've Tiny got a um, like a, a floppy hat kind of uh, promotion going on. Is it Otani floppy sure. hat? No, I. You know that's what I was waiting for the clarification. Everything's got to be Otani. How do you not have everything? If being nothing Otani. else. You should hand a sticker of Otani with whatever I mean, the giveaway is. It may not officially be one, but here's a sticker to make it one. Here's your Anthony Rendon transactions uh, giveaway where we. Oh, How do you spell yeah. Rendon? We put O-H-T-N-I-L. That's what that, that's what you say. Uh, so we'll keep you updated on this game. Nothing, nothing as the Angels come to bat in the bottom of the second inning. So far, Shohei Otani, no trouble through the first two for the Angels. Meanwhile, it's been a, it's been so long. It's been years. It's been it's been it's been years since we were able to say Kristaps Porzingis is a big enough story to do at the very beginning of the show. But here's where we are today. Does it get his song back? In June is it big of enough for that? I, I don't know. I, it, 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 I know it could be a song story. Oh, it's the Celtics. No is song. It, yeah. But we are on the <laughs> cusp. Frostburg vetoes it on Prince Just because it's the Celtics, right? That's it. It's going to be the Celtics. doesn't matter. Uh, as there is a big three-team trade that is being worked on now, and depending on who you listen to, there's varying degrees of whether or not it's done. The Celtics, Clippers, and Wizards are working on a three-team trade. It would see the Celtics get Kristaps Porzingis, the Clippers would get Malcolm Brogdon, Marcus Morris, and a couple other players would then head to the Wizards. But the big deal in this is Porzingis. Look, we told you a week and a half ago, last year's Wizards team owns the future of the NBA. They are the story this offseason. Bradley Beals going to the Suns. Kristaps Porzingis potentially likely to the Celtics. And then Kyle Kuzma is a free agent. What's he going to do? Last year, now you go, boy, last year's Wizards team really stunk. They really, they really should have been better. It. Yeah, they should have been. Yeah. But I got to say, and, and I know, and I've fallen for Porzingis before, and I've fallen for this part of it, and then before I realized, okay, he just he just isn't that guy. But I really like this trade for the Celtics. Yes, they're losing Brogdon, but they're gaining a guy who, when he plays, 
is incredibly dynamic. And I know when he plays is a big caveat to have, but he has been healthy now enough to play in 60-ish games a year, which is how many games your stars play in now. They play in 60-ish games a year. I don't know that he's a unicorn anymore, but when he is your third or fourth best player, that's terrific. Because we saw he melted in the spotlight of New York. He either didn't want it or was too was was too young and naive to know what it meant to be a big star. They wanted to make him the biggest star in the league. And Christoph Porzingis found a way to get out, go to Dallas where things didn't work out, try to reinvent himself in Washington. If he's he's one of those guys that I want to make money and stay out of the spotlight and play. That's it. That's what he wants to do. And this will allow him to do that because at best he is the third best player mm-hmm. for the Celtics. Maybe the fourth, depending on how things go, you know, how White is going to continue to to move on and and, uh, and 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 impress in his NBA career. But you're talking about a guy who's coming in that is a big, that can hit threes, that can stretch the floor, that defensively is pretty good. So you, you, you see this deal and go, man, that's a team that had to get Porzingis. Not where, hey, we're going to team up with somebody and suddenly, no, it's not NBA Jam where you can go Porzingis. No, it's not going to work. But when Porzingis is your third or fourth best guy, that works. I hate to say it because it sucks for the Knicks. I got to watch and play, but I this is going to work. This is a big move. The Celtics get this done. It's a great day for them. Well, I also got to say for Porzingis, also kind of a big deal. I mean, first questions that you want to ask him is he had the opportunity to opt out and hit free agency, instead opts in for the thirty six million. He said, "Well, where's he getting thirty six million?" It's like, do you see the the money that's being, um, I the ideas of, of contract sizes. For guys that don't do what he does, that aren't of his stature, that can't play both ends of the court, I mean, the the money is going to be there. Uh, so to to opt in and allow this trade to be facilitated, that's that's question number one for him. But for the Celtics, you get a guy when healthy, twenty three points a game, eight boards, one point five blocks last year. Can he stay healthy? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, maybe but this you can is... keep his minutes down. It's but not that, like but that's he, he doesn't need it's... to play thirty-five minutes. You can keep his minutes down, and, and and that will help him continue to achieve. Remember, the guy's still—he's he's only twenty. Yeah, he's still on the right side of thirty. Well, because that's the other thing, right? You you brought up the Knicks, and because well, we have to do it here. It's like not only was it his immaturity, uh, right? His brother was chirpy around him. You had a Knicks organization that God love them. They didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> and they knew even, what they were doing when they but, drafted but, him, but, but even then, Phil yeah. Jackson, right, yeah. in in his tenure there, it didn't yeah. go according to plan, right? We we look at it and best laid plans and all of that, and he moves on, uh, and he's bounced now. But you go to Boston where you can be one of those secondary guys and still be able to stretch the floor and, and open things up. Uh, I find it funny that once again uh, the Clippers become the home of the sixth man of the year. Don't know if their guys up top are going to be able to give you any substantive minutes, but damn it, there's always the sixth man of the year at the ready for the Clippers in Brogdon showing up. So you know that's going on. Hey guys, look, I'm here. Well, I mean, Lou Williams just retired. It's like you know we really could use on this roster a guy that was kind of like Lou Williams. Yeah, great. Hey, we can go get the actual reigning sixth man of the year. Let's go. You know, this is like this is like when okay. 
Brogdon showing up with the Clippers is like in college when something happened and you didn't go out with all your friends the night before because you had to study for a mm-hmm. test, whatever it is, and you're like all excited and you show up at in you know in the in the, in their room at like ten thirty in the morning, excited for Saturday. Hey, we're going, we're going, we're going, and you open the door going, "Hey, I'm here," and they're all just like passed out, going, "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> whatever, yeah, I'm sorry." That's Brogdon showing up. Hey, streaking. I'm here, everybody, I'm here. I'm yeah, he here. shows up. Meanwhile, he's asking questions immediately. Like, hey, is Paul George going to be back? Hey, I heard the he's the goat. Him is, I heard Paul George is the greatest that, player of well, all that's time. A, that's a whole other that's story. That's going to work, man. Yeah. No, but look, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, and I feel like I'm getting, you know, again, anytime I say I can't believe I'm saying this, I know this person is just one step away from being on my never again list. No, sure. Because this is the last chance for Porzingis. This is last chance hotel for him. You said that, that last I, I can say yeah, this. Yeah, you did. That he is, uh, I know I did. But this is the last, because now that I have oh, the no, no, no. when that roster was assembled, to your point about Washington, though, when he showed up and, and you look at what that roster was on yeah. paper and what that starting lineup looked like, like, they should be able to compete in the East. And they didn't. Yeah, no, the, look, it's uh, now that I have the never again list. Yeah. Now it's easy for me to put somebody You're on. You're almost to a top I 10. I, do, I have like seven or eight, seven or eight guys now, yeah. But this is a Porzingis. This is the last time he's on it. But I, I mean it. Look, the Celtics need... They need leadership. They need that what that extra set, that extra bit of intangibles that they're missing because they're talented enough, they're good enough, but they're just missing that little bit. And if Porzingis is not somebody coming in saying, "Hey, follow me," but he's someone that's going to say, "Hey, I'm going to sit here and just show you that." You can you you don't have to worry about doing too much on the court because I will stretch. I will hit a three. I will play well defensively. I'll be up and down. I am that big option that you need. And teams won't be able to just hey blanket league say hey it's Tatum and Brown and that's it right. Anybody else comes in but Tatum and Brown, Tatum and Brown. That's what we got. They won't be able to do that, and that's going to help them. Now the Cel- the Celtics need that maturity, and they need Joe Mazzulla to, to kind of you know go from year one to year two and show that I actually know what I'm doing sometimes during games. But the Celtics, along with that breed of maturity, now bring in Porzingis. And I mean it when you slide him in there and say, okay, he's our third or fourth best guy. That's a big deal, man. I'm scared of the Celtics now. I was ready to, I wrote them off. I'm like, ah, the South, screw them, man. Wait, wait, look how well, long, look, they're running look, it look back. where they're going. They're running it back with the same group mm-hmm. that they fell short with, that they obviously had a lot of problems between the years, right? That's what it was. Mentally with them, yeah, fine. Now they say, oh, now we have a little bit more excitement, and we got a player who can come in and do things, and has shown that I can still be that guy. And if it's 60 games a year, that's the new 75 games a year. So that's why. And I'm talking about this now, and I'm mad because because now the, Celt- the Celtics, now I'm scared of them again. Now the Knicks are going to have competition in the East. they got to make a big trade, and they're going to have to go get somebody, which they will. But now I'm scared of the Celtics again. Now they're going to be good. I like this. I'm, getting this done would be a, an unbelievable day. And just real quick, Brad Stevens has made some pretty good trades. He has traded. He Every trade he has made so far has been a, ooh, I don't know. Oh, that really worked out. Ooh, I don't know. Oh, hey, that worked out. So he has the cachet to say, all right, hey, you trust me? on Well, yeah, because the deals you have made have really worked. And in an NBA where you need to continue every year to evolve and get better and change the route, you can't keep staying the same, all the moves he has made, let me look where they are. The Celtics are still really good. Look how far they got this year. Almost there within a game of the NBA final. Mm-hmm. So he's been able to keep that going. I got to give him a lot of credit, too. No, no question. Consistency and continuity in teams. We talk about it all the time. It's a it's rarefied air. Uh, we're always looking and reacting at a breakneck pace. 
team to team, league to league, as things are found to be uh, winning ways, right? Everybody wants to adopt without really restructuring their their offices and, and everything all the way down. I thought Brad Stevens should have gone back to the sideline, but we'll get more Missoula. Uh, the big question is, will they be able to keep Grant Williams uh, in the process, a guy who's a restricted free agent uh, and will probably run 10, 12 million or so on the open market. So curiosity there uh, as you look to the the depth and whether you're able to keep key cogs around. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, we have no better guest coming up in 20 minutes 
than longtime NBA insider Mark Stein, whose keyboard must be melting as he is tweeting up a storm, breaking down just how the Kristaps Porzingis to the Celtics trade fell apart. We came on the air beginning of the show. First 10 minutes, it was like a celebration. It was like throwback day. Hey, we're talking about Porzingis in the first segment of of the show. This is amazing. We haven't done this in six years. Right after we get done. Agent Wojnarowski tweets out, yeah, that big three-team trade everybody's talking about today, yeah, it's off. And the sides are all moving in a different direction. According to Mark Stein, one of the big uh, dividing rods in in the uh, or dividing points, not a dividing rod, we're trying to find lightning, uh, one of the big <laughs> dividing points in this trade was uh, Brogdon's injury status. Clippers were worried about his injury status. So now they are trying to figure things out the other way. Potentially Porzingis could wind up still with the Celtics, but it would take another team besides the Clippers. Again, we'll have more on that with Mark Stein coming up in about 20 minutes. But just, just you know, and I feel <laughs> awful because we talked about it for 12 minutes and then it didn't happen, but but I feel good because it's one less team I got to worry about for the Knicks. Well, it's one for less the moment. team now. Yeah. Doesn't mean that he still can't end up a member of the Celtics. But yeah, Brogdon's- but if they have to trade Jalen Brown for him, then oh, yeah, you're gonna trade Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown, buy Jalen Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, but Brogdon's arm injury—the thing that obviously is holding it up—we were waiting on the details, right? Because it was all right. This is falling apart. Like, well, what's what's the uh, piece that we're missing here in the trade? That and comes down to health. Uh, and physicals, but what it does is it puts back up on the table that you got an hour before the technical deadline for Porzingis and his player option. Opt in, opt out. What what are we doing here? Because he can still opt out of that. Chris Middleton, <laughs> another name that that Mark Stein had mentioned on his uh, social media feed. So I mean, you got a lot of moving parts here in this next hour plus. There is, there is, and there is. You can always change deadlines and extend things and whatever. Mm-hmm. But the next twenty four hours, we're expecting a lot of fireworks. I'm hopeful that we're not let down. Right? It's like when you go to a fireworks show and then it's pedestrian at best. Yeah. Right? Well, you know, and budget cuts or just you bad know, music accompaniment or whatever. How has there not been more advancements in fireworks the last 20, 30 years? Well, I mean, all that stuff we saw in Harry Potter. and But but here's the thing is that you now you do drone more. stuff. Yeah, but you got to have more Here, now. I got an army of drones. I, I would smash all no, of them out I mean, of the skies gotta, if I, I could. Mean, but. Look at the advancements in ice cream the last 30 years. I don't think you get, hey, what are you going to do after after chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, and, and butter pecan? Oh, look, here's, we got all these new flavors, all these new ways to make it. Put it together. Together, all the how is every fireworks Jason, show is the same. You're clearly the same. living on the wrong block, man. How am I living on the wrong Come block? Come to my block, yeah. <laughs> got every type of firework done to man. Uh, yeah, but the shows are all the same. Oh, look, that's oh. cool. Let's go. No, I need the Harry Potter Leprechaun uh, World Cup uh, Goblet of Fire. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Here come the Bulgarians! And they fly right through it and everything. Uh, so we'll have Giant more. Giant dragons and stuff, yeah. We'll have more on the no Porzingis trade, but is the trade dead? Coming up in about 15 minutes with Mark Stein. Uh, but today, maybe you saw this story. Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers made a couple of headlines. He's going to speak at a psychedelic conference in Denver. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or he did, or he did today. He was speaking yeah, today no. at it. Finally happened. We yes. had talked about that a couple of months yes. ago. Waiting to see how yes. that was the fallout. 
Yeah, I, I want the transcript, and when it comes in, I want to talk about it. So he wants about the power of psychedelics. Also, the same day, he challenged. Remember, Joe Rogan had the big thing he wanted RFK Jr., who's running for president, to debate uh, a, a specific scientist about COVID on his show because all this stuff, you know, Joe Rogan's a COVID kind of denier, and so is Aaron Rodgers, and Rogers um, kind of talked uh, bad about the person that Joe Rogan wanted to debate, RFK Jr. But this is not a, a conversation about that. This is about here you have Aaron Rodgers making these two headlines on this day, right? Mm-hmm. Speaking at a psychedelic conference. And no, I'm not happy with who Joe Rogan, do, oh, sorry, Dr. Joe Rogan, who Dr. Joe mm-hmm. Rogan's going to bring in. Because, you know, Aaron Rodgers and Rogan, they've been buddies. I'll tell you this. When he retires, Aaron Rodgers will be the biggest media star former athlete on the planet. Really? He will be the because think about Riddle what me it's this. going Explain to be. Explain this right? to me. He will be a new age media star unlike any other, right? He is addicted to attention. And as you've seen, everything he does brings attention, right? He's figured that out. He will have a show that will talk NFL, enlightenment, psychedelic drugs, conspiracy theories. It's going to cover everything. He's going to have he's going to have comedians on Crazy guests, musical guests. Hey, after we have the guy coming out to show you how the world is not really flat, it's kind of an oval shape, Taylor Swift is going to do her new song, everybody. So, I mean, think about the show and all the different things. There's going to be something for everybody. It's going to be, I can't miss this show. Why? Because I have no idea what's going to happen. He may talk about the moon landing being faked. He could talk about how he thinks uh, Zach Wilson's going to wind up being an all-pro quarter. I don't know, but that's Aaron Rodgers. Everything is on the table. I don't know it'll be a nightly show because I, I think that might be too much even him. I don't know if he wants that that kind of you know that that kind of responsibility. But like a couple nights a week or or a weekly Aaron Rodgers show, oh, hundred percent, and he will be such a big star because you're talking about taking players and putting them in the broadcast booth that. You want to hear what they have to say. Did we really know we wanted to hear from Tony Romo? Not really, but Romo's come out and made a career. Is Tom yeah. Brady actually going to jump in and, and, and be an analyst? I mean, in theory, he's going to. But Aaron Rodgers already is someone who everything he's saying, people pay attention to, whether you agree or disagree to it. And there's tons I disagree with him on it. There's stuff I agree with him on. But he's someone that has everybody's attention. So when he's done, and again, that's why he's in New York, so he can set up the next phase of his career. So I can be the next big global superstar, because I like this, and I know I can't play football forever, but I'm excited because I know I'll be able to go from the football field to whatever is next seamlessly. And whatever Brady's got going on, forget it. Tom, you're going to talk about how you won ring number four. I'm going to tell you what psychedelics can do to you when you go into a darkness retreat. What would you rather hear? Brady talk about the secrets to ring number four or Rogers talk about what his darkness retreat was and what psychedelics he took. I want to hear Aaron Rodgers. Well, unless Brady goes full into the health and supplements and family stuff, because right, there's always more room for, for family engagement and, and discussing how you navigate changing landscapes in that mm-hmm. regard. Cause we've certainly seen a lot of headlines with him. Tom's first, this since the breakup with Giselle and all of those kind of things and hanging with the kids. So you got that. Um, as for, for Rodgers, I hope he can put it off five years 
uh, then maybe we'll have, uh, <laughs> I'll have shed this. Oh, I'll be putting it off, too, because that's Jets for five. That, that's a couple of Super Bowls. And if he's no. playing five more years, that's Jets a couple of Super Actually, Bowls. Actually, you know what? Not just no, one, I have to rethink two. that. Because I, I don't know that I want to have to monitor an Aaron Rodgers show Jets, 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 each and every Jets. day. Oh, yeah. Forget about the Manning cast. This will blow that away. This will, Aaron Rod- I mean, just think about all the different things he could have. You have no idea what he could have. Yeah, but how much am I really going to want to talk about it or consume it? Zero. I'm mad about zero. Oh no, no, but does it, he's going to make? Not that I mean, have, I do. Okay, okay. You won't have to watch the whole show, but there will be at least a couple of things from each other. Like, did you believe? Can you believe what that happened? Yeah, can you I'm, I'm that sure. Right and, and then you'll say it, and I'll laugh, and I go, Yeah, I don't care. Uh, did you quote, see him riding on an elephant? I mean, he actually went in on an elephant, and it was a, but it was a miniature element, yeah, elephant, because it was shrunk down. It was only a two foot tall. Were you thinking elephant. about the elementals and El- the, the, the failure thing. at the box office? Ooh. Is that yeah, uh, yeah, that that was yeah, that didn't work out well. Well, you know what? You start giving people everything on Disney Plus three months after it's in a theater. Guess what? Nobody's going to a theater. Well, you got to start well, making good movies well, if that's, you're Pixar again. That's that's part two. I mean, really, everything they did good was the Joe Ranft idea. This is long right? Time. Hey, all the ideas he had. It, it was the big. What do they say? The big uh, the big lunch they all had one day, yeah. and he came up with the ideas for like four of their biggest t- cars and Toy Story and yeah, everything else, and that's what it turned out to be. Man, I do like this quote. Though, quote, I found a deeper self-love. It unlocked that whole world of what I'm really here to do, to connect, to connect with those guys, and to make those bonds and to inspire people. Yeah, you made a lot of enemies along the way. Mm. Uh, but look, he's, he's interesting. I'll give him that. Um, <laughs> agree, disagree, whatever. At some point, it becomes a lot of hot air. Uh, but it, it's it's fun, you know, for you as a Jets fan. It's it's another headline for your quarterback to be out there. I'd, I'd really love the transcript of the whole speech or if sure. a leaked video sure. would get out there. That I might watch just, you know, first time presenting uh, in this kind of format. Would I watch him every day? No. But we'll get clips. But he's not going to be every night. He, you think he's not going to have the well, work he, I mean, Corden's gone. Night. He not left the happen. country. Nah, so now you have it. an opportunity to It'll slide in. It'll be one or two nights a week where he'll do it. And ju- trust me, just watch. That'll be that'll be the show. Does but, he still go hang out with McAfee? No, no, come on! You can't do that. You can't give away your. Uh, you know, well, the larger thing is you, you got think, a platform. Um, you got to keep that. The Disney, ABC, ESPN brand. Yes. You think they want him around? <laughs> he he's not going to have to worry about that. He go wherever. Trust me, he's going to be. He will be the biggest new age media star you'll see. It you know what his broadcast is going to be called, guys? What to be called? The Shroomcast. That's, okay. that's not bad. You know what? Patent that because he may take that. He may take it. He may take in, in a given show. Uh, how much truth lie misdirection uh, relative to Doctor Phil? What are we doing? I mean, just think about his show. Hey, on right. tonight's show, Doctor Phil, Patrick Mahomes, right? Patrick Mahomes is coming on. I'm going to talk to you about why the Bermuda Triangle is absolutely real and why it's claimed so many people. Okay, then I'm going to get into psychedelics. I'm going to get into a certain couple of psychedelics as part of a three-part series that I want to talk about. Okay, then I'm going to have a musical guest come in. Um, Are they going to be on psychedelics? Uh, I don't know. Hosier is going to come in and do Take Me to Church and his new album coming out. I mean, just think about how eclectic and crazy-ass that show was going to be. I think we should do that show. Take without Me to Church. I mean, he could do all that. No, uh, Jason, have you ever done shrooms? No, I have not. I have you? you? And he explains a lot. 
We and your quarterback need to get together, man. Why? Well, why? Some you don't want to be a like guest him? on his Shroomcast? Some, hey, man, this is One pretty cool. That's how you talk on Shrooms. This is really good, man. I, I want to know. know how many uh, psychedelics he was on when he chose the Jets. <laughs> Yo, dude, dude, dude I, you listen to psychedelic furs, man. They're good, man. I don't even know. Not I, what you sound like on. That's, well, how do you talk? That's weed, man. I don't even know. How what are you, do you doing? Talk on psychedelics. It's psychedelics. Oh, it's so scary. That big blob is going to devour It's called a bad me. trip, yeah, yeah. Is that what that is? That's a bad trip. It's more of that. It's more like Seen Paul, that at some concerts. It's more like Paul Bearer. Ooh, go. Bad trip is what he gets Ooh. at a Knicks game. All right. Hey, 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 hey. Aaron Rodgers, the king of New York, okay? He's the king of New York right now. Let him be the king. Let him be Please king. take my picture. <laughs> I want to be everywhere. I'm the greatest tourist ever. Look how much I love New York. I'm telling him, calling it right now. Aaron Rodgers, biggest media star in the Until they fail and that star fizzles. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. 
players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're on the eve of the NBA draft. Boy, do we have drama. The Kristaps Porzingis to the Celtics trade is now off. Joining us now on the hotline, nobody better. Longtime NBA insider. You can follow him on Twitter at the Stein line. It is Mark Stein who has had all the details over the course of the past half hour of show. Mark, w- what happened? We thought this trade was happening. It looked like it was as close to being a done deal as possible. What happened here at the end? Yeah, you're right. I think around the league, people were operating under the assumption that this thing was going to get done. But uh, I was told tonight, league sources tell me that the Clippers raised concerns or discovered concerns when they took a longer look at Malcolm Brogdon's injury status. Of course, Brogdon had the elbow injury that derailed him in the playoffs, and the Clippers no longer wanted to participate in the deal and it's a much tougher trade. I mean, the Celtics, realistically, I don't see how they can do it just with Boston and Washington direct. The way that deal was structured, uh, Marcus Morris from the Clippers and Boston adding Gallinari to the deal, those contracts were, were going to come off the books next season. And now you don't have those deals in this trade, and so you need deals like that to help make the trade happen. So it's a race against time at this point because for a deal to ha- it has to happen by tonight because of Kristaps Porzingis. He has a deadline in his contract. He, by midnight tonight, he either has to opt in. That's the only way the deal can happen if he opts in or has to decide to opt out. So there's just a lot of moving pieces and you've got the Celtics and the Wizards racing against the clock now. I mean, can you find a third team to help you put the three-team deal together before midnight? Not easy. Now, could they move the deadline to make this easier? Hey, we're going to move the deadline to make this happen and get an extra day or so or whatever it would be? My understanding is, yes, that is an option based on the collective bargaining agreement that the Wizards and Kristaps Porzingis and his representatives, they can agree to move the deadline. So we'll see if that's an option they look at um, because it would, it, would, it would behoove Porzingis because I think he really does want to end up with Boston. That's the best situation for him because, as I reported several hours ago now, the working assumption is that if Porzingis were to opt in and make this trade happen, he would then become eligible for a two-year extension with the Celtics in July, and the belief is that that extension would be forthcoming. So it wouldn't just be a one-season arrangement for Porzingis. So I think he really does want to get to Boston if it's possible, and they might need more time. But the reason the opt-out date was set for today, that was not an accident. It's because it's the day before the draft, and everybody wants clarity before the draft. So I do think it is possible that the opt-out date gets moved, but even that is a negotiation, and again, we're, what, 35 minutes away from the buzzer. 
To that end, Mark, uh, you also on your Twitter account at the Steinline, Chris Middleton and his forty point four million in similar circumstance here in terms of what the Bucks need to do. How do you expect that to get resolved? Yeah, that's the same basic situation. So Middleton, if he opts in, he's a forty million dollar player next season, and in July he becomes eligible for an extension. So the Bucks can work on trying to resign him to an extension and. The belief has been that Chris Middleton obviously wants a multi-year deal, and so he might have the incentive to pass on the player option and go to unrestricted free agency where a team with cap space like Houston could presumably go after him. But the fact that it is, what now, 11-25-ish Eastern, uh, the fact that this decision for Middleton has gone all day I in in neither case I don't think we I don't think in either case we expected to be like looking at the clock every second uh, to see <laughs> sure. what happens here. So that clearly tells you Middleton is wrestling with this and his camp, which it's the same agency that represents both players actually, Excel Sports. What they have to weigh is if we opt out, what kind of market is there going to be for Chris Middleton and free agency this summer? All right, lastly, Mark, before we let you go, everybody wants to see what happens with Zion Williamson tomorrow. The draft potentially gets traded. What are you hearing? Could Zion actually move sometime before tomorrow or by the end of the draft? I understand why you're asking me, and I wish I had a concrete answer. The truth is nobody in the league knows except the Pelicans themselves at this point. Um, I think there's a good deal of skepticism that they really are prepared to trade him. But I don't think there's any question that there's, you know, there's a level of exasperation within that franchise four years into his career, and they've only seen him on the floor in 114 games. But can they can they really bear with parting with him four years into? It was as recently as December we saw. I mean, this guy is an absolute offensive monster, and the the Pelicans were flirting with the top seed in the West before the hamstring injury that ultimately derailed Zion's season. So it's a lot for the Pelicans to consider. I think this is the most seriously they have ever looked at potentially trading him, but they want Scoot Henderson. The only way it happens is if they have a clear pass to Scoot Henderson, and the only way they can get Scoot Henderson is by surrendering Zion. But even then, I think if you polled front offices around the league, I think you'd get back more skepticism then belief that Zion could actually move by tomorrow night. But it's it's a fair question. It's the right question. And frankly, it's one that a lot of people around the league are asking. He's on Twitter at the Stein line. That is at the Stein line. Check him out. Markstein.substack.com. He's got all the latest on what happened to the Porzingis deal and why it fell apart. Check out his podcast as well. Mark, thanks so much. Uh, I know you'd be busy the rest of the night. If something happens, we'll call you back. Sorry to rush you guys, but I will be here, so I'll talk to you later. See you later, Mark. Hydrate. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com.
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 